welcome to In It Together with Ella Glows. This is a podcast all about self-love, mental health and just life at 20 and just I'm kind of just sharing all of the things that I think about on a daily basis in the hopes of making you feel a little bit less alone. Please let me know what you think, if you can write a review or drop me a DM, I'd love to know your thoughts and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Lots of love. Welcome. So for this episode, I thought we could talk about self-love, my self-love journey, the acceptance journey that I've been on with my body and myself, and just share a few tips that I have and that I've learned along the way. But before we get into that, I thought we could start with a weekly roundup. I've actually just been spending the last few days before Christmas, I'm actually filming this, I think, yeah, today's the 22nd and I thought I'd get an episode in before Christmas. Um, but yeah, I, I really haven't been doing much. I've been at home, which has been lovely. But if you're in the UK, there's a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about this new variant of COVID, which has made a lot of us very anxious. Like I have definitely, I, I know that during summer, I had this really intense anxiety to do with um, COVID and it was just COVID I've never really had health anxiety but it was completely just to do with COVID and I started having panic attacks and I'd never had them before and I just started having them and it's mainly just about like being scared of getting it and scared of going into isolation um, and all of that stuff so I think with this new variant it kind of just brought up those feelings that I had before and I was getting a little bit anxious but I'm trying not to look at the news too much I think Limiting your time on the news is just really good for you because there's there's so much bad news in the world and a lot of the good news that happens isn't shared and I think you just have to put, you have to remember that and limit your time, limit your exposure to the news but yeah, just take it each day as it comes, that's what I'm doing, being very kind to myself. I'm trying not to think of the worst case scenario, um, which it's working for now but yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get into the festive spirit I am not, I used to be a really big Christmas person, like when I was younger I thought it was the most exciting thing ever, but recently I don't really get that excited about Christmas anymore, I think because I usually have loads of deadlines or something, so to me it's not that exciting, but I've been trying to get a bit more festive, we went shopping the other day and I went into Zara to look at their new collection, I was actually a bit, a bit disappointed, I didn't find that many things that I liked, and it's so expensive, so I didn't buy anything, but I did have a little look, and I I actually went charity shopping in my hometown the other day, which is so exciting because it has literally the best charity stores ever. Whenever people ask me where I shop, I shop in these charity stores in this small village next to where I live, and I know that's not helpful to any of you, but it is amazing, like the amount of stuff I find, it's insane. Um, and I got a hot chocolate because I feel like hot chocolate is such a Christmassy thing. And I don't know about anyone else, but Costa hot chocolate is amazing. I'm obsessed. Any other chocolate, hot chocolate, I'm not that big of a fan of. But for some reason, the Costa one is just so good. Okay, let's get into the deep stuff. My self-love journey has been 
such a long journey and if you would have asked me about it when I was like 13, 14, 15, I thought people that like were into self-love were really weird and I just was like I don't get it, surely it just means you're like obsessed with yourself and I never really understood the concept of it and when I was younger, probably when I was like 13 to um, like 18, is when I really went through this, like, kind of, like, self-hatred. I really, really hated myself. And I know that sounds really intense, but that's kind of what it was like. Like, I really didn't like myself. I didn't like my body, and I, I didn't even like my personality or me as a person. And I didn't think that that wasn't normal. Like, I thought most people didn't like themselves. Because let's be honest, no one really goes around talking about how much they love themselves. Okay, I do that now. I don't... I that makes me sound like a fucking weirdo but I don't you know what I mean anyways yeah I just used to like pick myself apart and anything and everything I did I would be like oh that was I shouldn't have done that I'm so weird or um if I made like one mistake I'd be like okay you're a horrible person like you just shouldn't be here like those kind of horrible horrible dark thoughts and yeah and just if you heard your friend saying that to someone you'd think that was awful and you think that was horrible but I think when we start to say it to ourselves we kind of accept it like that that's okay to talk to yourself like that but it really isn't and it, and it kind of comes down to that whole like self-respect thing like now I've built that self-respect for myself that I wouldn't let myself talk to myself like that in the same way that I wouldn't let someone else talk to me like that and kind of in a way like self-respect is so empowering because and that's the only way I can really describe it is it's so empowering and you feel so confident in yourself because you respect yourself you like yourself you're proud of who you are um, and that's an amazing thing that is the place where I'm at now but that obviously wasn't the place when I was younger and a lot of that hatred was like fed into um, some of you may know if you've been following my Instagram for a while, but I used to struggle with anorexia when I was, how old was I? I was like 16. Yeah, I was like 16 to 18. I struggled with anorexia. I think that made the hatred worse. Like I kind of used that self-hatred to fuel the eating disorder and... I was in therapy for my eating disorder and it had this really lovely therapist. She was amazing. She was like really nurturing and loving and just what I needed. And she kind of introduced the concept of self-love to me, not in that like explicit terms, but I remember she she was like, okay, what, what do you like about yourself? Because in a lot of my sessions, I talk about how much I hated myself and I hated what my body looked like and she she was like so what do you like about yourself and I remember I was literally sat there it was probably about 10 minutes to be fair to me silences are a lot longer and I don't know about you but I cannot do awkward silences it was probably about five minutes but it felt like an hour but we were just sat there and I, I honestly hand on heart I could not think of a single thing I was literally like blank I was like I I can't even name one thing like because everything I think of I'd be like oh this and then I'd be like no 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 because that's not like I'd counter it straight away and I'd be like no 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 that's it's not actually that good do you know what I mean I'm trying to think of an example like oh I like my stomach um but then I would think oh no but it's not toned enough and I want to do this or blah 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 someone else is more 
has more of a toned stomach than me. So yeah, that was kind of when I was like, whoa, I literally don't like anything about myself. And I'd never really asked myself that question. And it wasn't until she asked me that I was like, okay, whoa. And she gave me some exercises actually to help with that. And I'll tell you what they are as well, because I think they're really helpful. And I remember she was like, okay, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say what you like about yourself to yourself in the mirror. And obviously at that time I was like, I cannot think of a single thing, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Plus I thought she was a complete weirdo for suggesting that. Like my first thought was like, absolutely not, am I gonna look at myself in the mirror and talk to myself? Like literally how much have I changed? I have changed so much, it is crazy. But anyways, at the time I was like, absolutely fucking not. Sorry for swearing, I feel like I shouldn't swear. I don't know why, but um, but yeah, okay. So she was like, okay, look in the mirror and if you find that too hard, just start with facts. So say like, I have brown eyes, I have a nose. Um, And she said to just keep doing that each day and over time it will get easier. And it did, it really did get easier. And other things she suggested were, like self-care activities like what do you do for yourself and that was another thing that I was like what do you mean like what and she was like do you do anything like nice for yourself and obviously I was like like no because that was never a priority of mine over time it's become doing nice things for myself is now a habit it's a very strong part of my daily life I take myself out for coffee a lot. I take myself out for lunch sometimes. I take myself out charity shopping. I buy myself coffees because I know it's going to make me feel good. I do nice things for myself just because. And that is a massive change from when I was younger. And I can't tell you exactly like a moment where it was like, oh, you know, the switch flipped or whatever. I don't know what the saying is. But like that sudden realisation where I was like, okay, I'm going to be nice to myself. It was very gradual. Did I say that right? It's very. It was very gradual. Um, and I actually didn't really realise I was doing it, to be honest. Only now I'm like, yeah, this is self-love. Like, yeah, it was like those small steps. I'd introduce them very slowly, like the mirror exercise and then the self-care activities. And I think for me, self-care activities... I explain it like it's it's like showing yourself love it's showing yourself kindness and I think that reinforces the idea that you deserve love and that you deserve nice things over time I think your brain kind of I want to say rewires obviously I'm talking so much shit right now this could be completely not true don't take it for fact but this is how I explain it in my mind. This is how I think it happened. But obviously, I have no idea. Um, but I feel like it rewired my brain in a way from going from these like self-hatred thoughts to, yeah, just making new connections. Self-compassion, I guess, is made is within self-love. It's, I think self-compassion is feeling for yourself and letting yourself feel emotions and letting yourself feel sad or feel angry about something for me I I went through a lot when I was younger and I never let myself process those events or process that or process how I was feeling I kind of just 
bottled it up and told myself no 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 I've got to I've got to suck it up like you can't just mope around um I basically I didn't let myself feel and I didn't have any compassion for myself I was very young so I'm not surprised but I have learned to find that compassion for myself I let myself feel sad feelings I let myself feel whatever I need to feel I I kind of describe it as like you know with a friend if they told you something really upsetting or they said I'm really feeling I'm really struggling at the moment I'm just really struggling to feel happy or something like that I I'm sure a lot of you would like you would feel compassion for them you'd feel sympathy for them you'd feel like empathy is that the word you know when you're just like I don't know how to describe it but I can only think of like you know you're like oh that's yeah that that in feeling I don't know how to describe it but you know what I mean I have that now for myself and I never had that before I think some general tips I have are self-care activities like I said before just kind of evaluating like how do you talk to yourself like the thoughts you have like if you mess up how do you what do you think of like do you go to I'm so stupid I shouldn't have done that I'm a horrible person blah 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 or do you think I made a mistake and that's okay um I'll take responsibility for this mistake but it doesn't make me a bad person and I think kind of reframing how you um deal with mistakes that you make or yeah just when you mess up and I think that's just part of like maturing is realizing that literally everyone makes mistakes everyone messes up everyone does things they regret like we're human I'm pretty sure we're just made up to make mistakes like it happens and it doesn't make you a bad person but yeah just notice how you talk to yourself and just try and be a bit kinder to yourself the way I think about is how would you talk to a friend in the same situation I find that helps a lot Um, and that mirror exercise I was saying earlier journaling is a really good tool it's a way of kind of connecting to yourself and journaling is a really good time to just like be present with yourself I think it's hard with like self-care and that kind of stuff because I think there's this especially on like social media and stuff where people have these like 5 a.m morning routines and they meditate for like half an hour and then they write down how much they're grateful for everything and then they journal for an hour and then they do yoga and then they I don't know you know what I mean and it's just it's unattainable and it's it's not realistic I think and you feel like oh if I'm not doing that it's not enough but I promise you just spending a few minutes with yourself each day is enough something else actually I did that I found quite helpful was writing a letter to myself and I know that sounds really weird and it was actually another thing a lot of these things is things therapists have told me so I'm not taking any what's the word credit for these um these are things that have been shared with me but yeah writing a letter to yourself it can be really daunting because you're like what the hell do I write and also it feels weird but something that helps is this like imagining you're talking to a friend and I don't know I found it really therapeutic to write myself a letter especially after I processed a lot of things that had happened in my life and it was kind of like that it's basically just telling myself that it's okay you can feel this about this blah 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 you know what I mean 
I don't want to tell you what to write. You'll find what you need to write, I'm sure. But yeah, I found that really therapeutic. And also there's the classic affirmations like, I am beautiful. And I promise you, they actually do help. I'm not going to lie, I do tell myself those things sometimes. Like this morning I was doing my hair. I'm trying to put more effort into my hair because I kind of just wake up and brush it and that's it. And it always looks, I feel like it just looks gross. And I'm like, I need to put a bit more effort into it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I know this is me going on a tangent, but I promise it goes back. I was like, okay, I'm going to curl my hair. And I was curling my hair and I was just telling myself little affirmations. And I know it sounds really cringy, but I think it goes back to the whole like you know doing things for yourself like saying those out loud even if you don't believe it at the time I think hearing that is good for your mind and over time I feel like you will start to believe it you know how I love a quote well there is a quote that really really resonated with me and I think it's a great one for self-love and it said that you can never believe someone else loves you unless you love yourself Um, And that really, really resonated with me because I think for a lot of us, especially if you're in that like self-hatred, kind of like really don't like yourself stage, you you probably think that your friends don't really want to be friends with you or those kind of thoughts. And I definitely used to have those. And I think that just came down to me not feeling like I could be loved or that I deserved love. And I think once you fix, not that you need to fix it, but you know what I mean? Once you focus on that, those other things kind of start to feel a little bit easier. Like I've noticed now that I have a lot more self-respect and a lot more self-compassion for myself, I I find it easier to set boundaries because I respect myself and I'm like, I deserve better. And I'm less harsh towards myself when I mess up. And I feel more comfortable putting myself first. And I really used to struggle with that. Um, I used to put everyone else before me, everyone else's feelings. And that obviously did not help but yeah I feel way more comfortable doing nice things for myself and another thing actually I think once you get to this kind of stage and I I I don't want to say like there's like this finish line because I don't think there ever is I think it's more of like a you know like a wave you're going to go up and down you know some days you're going to find it harder to love yourself and on other days you're going to find it easier I have noticed now how harsh people are towards themselves and I never really used to like pick up on that because I was probably doing it as well it actually makes me really sad like when I hear someone like making a joke and I know that there's like self-deprecating humor and it can be funny sometimes but sometimes when it's really really harsh and you're just I don't know I feel really sad for them and you kind of just want to give them a hug but obviously you can't because they'll probably think you're a weirdo yeah I always just want to give them a hug and tell them that you know you can get to a place where you do like yourself but I don't do that I just keep that inside (laughs) but yeah like how normalized it is to be mean to yourself and to put yourself down I think also on the kind of topic of like self-love and all of that um I did want to talk a little bit about like New Year's resolutions because obviously it's coming to the end of the year and it can get a little bit intense with everyone's New Year's resolutions. Um, Lots of diet talk, lots of people putting resolutions to lose weight and that can feel very intense and especially the way people talk about food and weight and bodies yeah diet talk is just intense isn't it and when I had anorexia I 
I kind of thought in that way like I I didn't think about other people I just thought I was very harsh towards myself and very restrictive and I thought food had like a moral value and I thought certain foods were bad and certain foods were good but they aren't like food has no moral value every food has a place in your diet I think and I think the way people talk about it they're like oh you know I'm gonna have dessert and I'm so naughty and I'm like but you're not you're just having dessert and it's gonna taste good like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think once you get to that stage where you're just like, I hate diet talk, you kind of just think, like, what? It all just sounds a bit crazy to you. It also makes me a bit sad, too, rather than, like, angry, because I'm like, they they must be thinking about this all the time. Because I know that when I was in that place, I was thinking about food all the time. And it was such a big part of my life. And it is just sad to think that that's, that's what they focus on. And I, I'm in a quite... A secure place in my recovery so I'm not easily triggered but I know that that this time of year can be really triggering for a lot of people because it's so normalized it's like yeah everyone's gonna try and lose weight in the new year it's just a normal thing and there's so many adverts on tv and you know friends and family are talking about it like it's normal conversation which I feel like it shouldn't be normal conversation but for some people it is and yeah it can be really triggering for some people and I think some of my like tips for that is just I think just remembering the facts like all food has a place no food has moral values you know no food is good or bad it doesn't make you a bad person for eating anything like that's a normal human thing to eat I think a good thing is setting boundaries with family and friends if you feel comfortable doing that just saying like hey could we just not talk about food and weight and diets um because I find that a particularly sensitive topic or I just don't feel comfortable discussing that could we change topic yeah just those kind of boundaries it can be hard to set those I definitely know what you mean like it can feel a bit ooh, because everyone gets a little bit awkward but I think if it's going to protect you, do it. Put yourself first for once, rather than saving the awkwardness of a conversation. And if you're in recovery from an eating disorder, remember why you started in the first place. You know, remember the reasons that you started recovery. Remember that you are, you want to live a life that's free of restriction. You want to live a life that's free of food rules. You want to live a life where you can think about other things. You're on your own path. And remember, just keep that at the forefront of your mind. And yeah, just check in on who you're following on social media. There's a lot of really good um, accounts that talk about like kind of diet talk and eating disorders. And I can put a few in the show notes, actually, that I'd recommend. And yeah, just maybe following up a few more of those during this time. Or maybe just limiting your time on social media. Do what you need to do to protect yourself and your recovery and your peace of mind, you know. I think body image kind of comes into this in a way and I actually got a few questions about body image and I thought I should probably discuss it a lot of people ask like what do I do on bad body image days and body image is something I really I do really still struggle with um and I'm wary of saying that because yeah I don't know why because I guess it's vulnerable and all of that but yeah it's body image is something I really do struggle with and I I go through phases where I don't I can't really trust what I see in the mirror sometimes because a lot of the time I don't really know what I'm looking at 
and on those days where I feel really bad about myself that's when you that's when I think for me I start being really critical about myself but yeah on those days it can feel really uncomfortable and really horrible and you just want to cry and on those days I usually make sure I wear something comfy so that'll be like trackies it's really bad I won't look in the mirror um cover up the mirrors yeah I just I don't change my eating because that's very important you got to stick with what you usually do even when you don't feel good about yourself yeah I guess just comfy clothes being a bit kinder to myself trying not to look into mirrors I think with Instagram and with TikTok as well because I do a lot of like daily vlogs I find that quite hard sometimes because it is like it's videoing me every day and it's can feel really intense and so I'm seeing myself on a screen every day and you kind of do just like start picking at yourself and especially on this bad body image days I don't want to look at the camera I don't want a photo of myself and I really should just put like a boundary in place and be like actually I'm not going to post anything we're still working on that little healthy relationship with social media but yeah I just think being kinder to yourself the thing is sometimes I go with comfy and I'm like no makeup comfy clothes cozy day and other days I'm like I'm actually going to make myself feel nice and I'm going to do my makeup do my hair get in a nice outfit that feels comfortable it's not tight and I go and do something nice for myself it really depends um on how I'm feeling I guess just knowing that it's going to pass like the amount of times my body image changes it will change on a daily basis like even within the day like in the morning I can wake up and be like oh my god I don't like what I look like blah 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 and then in the evening I'm like damn she's kind of fit you know what I mean why am I so cringy I actually can't I think this is because I'm recording this at night it's like 10 30 I know that's not that late but for my family they're literally all asleep and I, I think it's just that time of night isn't it but yeah some days I'm like I like what I look like and then other days I'm like absolutely not and literally nothing has changed like there is no difference in my body. It's it's obviously not my body. I think there's a quote where it's like, bad body image has nothing to do with your body. It actually has everything to do with your emotions that are going on in your head. And I think remembering that is really helpful and just knowing that actually it's not about my body. It must be about something else. There's something deeper there. Your body image fluctuates and just knowing that it will pass is kind of comforting and that you don't have to do anything. Like I think sometimes we're like, oh, I want a solution now. Sometimes you just have to get through it and then feel it. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but I thought we could finish with some questions that I I actually put on my story this time, the actual topic, which is good. Okay, someone's asked, how can you make self-love a daily thing and not drop it when you experience setbacks? I think, I think you're being a bit hard on yourself. Like sometimes we can't, like there are going to be weeks where you don't do everything you want to do like I okay so I love exercising and I haven't exercised in probably a month I guess that in a way is my self-care activity and I haven't done that in a month but I'm not like beating myself up for it like there are going to be days they're going to be weeks months that you you aren't doing all of these things that you want to do for yourself and in a way giving yourself a break is an act of self-care but to go back to the first question how can you make self-love a daily thing I think I guess having a little ritual you could do like I think there was someone on Instagram actually I can't remember who it was but they said that whenever they put their moisturizer on 
they like give themselves a face massage and I mean <laughs> you could do that and that could be a great little bit of self-care or it could be like you do a 10 minute meditation every day or you take time over your coffee like some people have these like fancy coffee machines and it takes them ages to make a coffee I could never be that person I'm not gonna lie to you but that is an act of self-care because it's like taking time slowing down your morning yeah I, I'm trying to think of other things you could do you could do something to do with your night routine like for me I get I have quite a lot of things that have become self-care things like I shave my legs every week and that means I have a really long shower and I exfoliate that to me is self-care because I'm like taking and it's usually a whole night like that's my night activity like I don't do anything else and that I love it because I'm like okay yay it's exfoliate and shave night the whole diet culture makes me so angry and I don't know why any advice it makes me angry really too um I don't know my therapist once said to me anger is a secondary emotion so I don't know if that helps it never really helped me but there's something maybe there's something a little bit deeper there but yeah I know I find it really irritating I try and surround myself with people that don't really talk about diets like a lot of, like literally all my friends we don't talk about diets we don't talk about food in a negative way we don't talk about our bodies in a negative way yeah like that helps me and like unfollowing people that I think there was this influencer that I used to follow and she started posting about her weight loss journey and about how like I think she started posting about her calories or something and I was just like oh god like I was like no 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 we're gonna unfollow but yeah just unfollowing people yeah it's it's annoying and I don't have a perfect answer for that one someone has asked how to stop comparing yourself to others I wish I had an answer for this and I really don't um I know that's so annoying but I I struggle with comparison all the time and it's still something I really struggle with so I really can't give an answer and I'm so so sorry but I did want to say the question because I do want to share but yeah I I struggle with that as well someone said how to manage the fear of weight gain over the Christmas period I think bodies change all the time like they're supposed to go up and down and I know that for a lot of us we're really hyper aware of how much we weigh or maybe like what we look like but yeah I think it's natural to fluctuate and I think you could spend your whole life controlling everything that you ate so that you stayed at a certain weight but you would miss out on so much like you'd like you'd miss out on so many experiences and you wouldn't be able to have all the food that everyone else is having and all you'd be doing is spending your life thinking about that and let's say you get to your deathbed and you're like and then you're just full of regrets so I try to think of it like that I'm like which do I rather I value this experience and if that means I'm going to gain a little bit of weight over Christmas who cares like I don't care no one else is caring yeah like there's nothing wrong with a little bit of weight gain and it's completely normal I think everyone gains a little bit of weight over Christmas you know like it's it's so natural and normal and it doesn't make you a bad person like I think you know gaining weight doesn't mean is not necessarily a bad thing um and I think for a lot of us we think oh my god you've gained weight or oh. you go on this whole path of self-criticism and it's like actually weight gain isn't a bad thing it's natural it's just a thing like try and objectify it rather than like 
attach emotions to it, I guess. Someone has said, what was the biggest thing that has helped you heal your body image and your outlook on it all? Um, I don't know. I don't think there is one thing. I think recovering from anorexia was a massive thing because it like opened up a whole new like outlook on body image and eating. And also I think seeing like, you know, these influencers like Chessie King and I can't think of any others right now, but yeah, just seeing them confident and happy in their skin and their bodies and I just thought that was amazing and yeah I found that really really inspiring and I think that really really helped my body image and like my outlook on body image and I thought this is a lovely question to end with someone has said what do you want to tell the world right now I love that question um this might be a little bit deep but think sometimes you think you're through something and something will happen and it you feel like you're back in that place that you got out of but I promise you you're not back to square one even though it feels like it you are not you're a different person you're a lot stronger than before and you will get through it I really hope you enjoyed this episode it was definitely a lot longer than the last one um so I hope you managed to listen to it all but also get you know podcasts can be boring so that's okay too sending you so much love and i hope you have a wonderful new year's i actually don't know when i'm uploading this it might be christmas it might be new year's i have no idea anyways thank you for listening and i appreciate you all so much and i really hope you have a good week lots of love bye